A few years ago, one of the kids in my online coaching program said to me, Coach Rebecca, I wish we could just go to a gym and have you as our coach. We would all be so happy and so confident. And that warmed my heart and I was like, oh my gosh, that would be the best. And that comment stuck with me for years. So now I'm going to do something about it. I am inviting gymnasts from all over the country to join me for the first ever Confident Gymnast Camp this August 3rd and 4th. This camp is all about breaking through mental blocks. So if you're struggling with a skill and you want me and my team to help you break through in real time, then check out confidentgymnast.com for details. Hi guys, on today's podcast, I'm interviewing Brittany Jones, who is so much fun to talk to, first of all, but she specializes in helping families kind of get the house in order. And I know sport parents are the busiest people on the planet. I fall into this category and my house is often unmanageable as a result. So she and I got together and talked about tiny habits, little simple things that can just help you keep your house under control. So if you're like me and you have a laundry couch or you have like, uh, you know, a pile of dishes that just feels a little bit unmanageable, you can learn so much from Brittany. And, and I know I have already made changes since this conversation. So hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the perform happy podcast where athletes and their support squad come to learn the secret weapon for sports success. I'm your host, Rebecca Smith. First, I was a scaredy cat gymnast, then a coach. Now I'm a sports psychology expert and a parent. Athletes, whether you're feeling stuck or you're having the best season of your life, I'm here to help you reach peak performance and maximum enjoyment. Hi, everybody. It's me, Coach Rebecca, and I have my friend Brittany here with me today. Everybody. Hello, Hi, so excited. I'm so glad to have you. I'm going to be honest. I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm <laughs> feeling nervous because the topic we're going to talk about today is a personal weak point for me. So some of the people who follow me on social know about my laundry couch. It's like, it's a problem and it's a thing. So, so Brittany, do you want to just introduce yourself real fast before I start grilling you about yes, make my house cleaner? <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to meet all of you and chat with you today. I'm Brittany Jones. I'm a home and time management coach for overwhelmed moms who are just trying to do it all and feel like no matter what they do, it just all the plates fall, all the balls drop, you know, everything. And so I really just hope with simple strategies and simple solutions for busy moms who are trying <laughs> to just, like you said, stop living the laundry couch life. <laughs> oh, yes. And I love your approach, Brittany, because that's a lot of what I teach and perform happy. It's all about, we do not have time to do hours and hours of things that will, yes, be very helpful. But we just, it's just, there's no time. So I teach these kids like, what can you do in five minutes a day? That's going to change your world. Yes. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. Um, yes. So you are offering a free training. First of all, we'll just, will you tell everybody about like, if they want to click that link, what are they going to, what are they going to learn? I, and this is my next stop is like, <laughs> do my dishes while I listen to your free training. I'm going to get on my multitask list later. <laughs> 
That's that's amazing. Yes. When you do the dishes or laundry today, definitely watch the training and listen to it. So yes, I have a free training. That's what we're going to be talking about some today where I really show you how to go from messy, out of control, clutter everywhere home to finally getting it under control in just minutes a day. So you're going to find yourself saving time at the end of this training and actually have a clean home. So I feel like the, the, the cycle we get into is, okay, I finally get my home clean and three hours later, it's a trash again. Why did I just spend all day trying to clean it up? And so that will go over the messy home cycle, why you're falling into it and the exact steps you can take to get out of it. So your home can stay pretty much clutter-free all day with way less effort and time than you're currently spending. So that's what that training is all about. Okay. So first I'm having PTSD about the three hours and the family explosion. Cause like, this is my <laughs> life sometimes. And I call it rage cleaning personally. I'm like, oh my gosh. I love that. Everybody is like, everybody's so selfish and they're all jerks and I hate everyone. And how dare they live like this? It's like, sorry, family. I do love you. But like when I'm doing, when the, when it just gets to the point where like the dog hair and the dishes and the, and like, what would I, I would rather be working. I would rather be hanging out with my kids and rather be anything but that. So the fact that you tell me that this is possible, I'm like, how Brittany, like give us a little, like what's a little hack or like some kind of like, how can this even be true that yes. this is possible? Totally, totally. So I think that the the biggest thing that I see is we don't let our house get to the point where it is out of control before we actually start doing simple routines, tiny habits, if you will. So if you wait until your house is completely out of control and it's Friday night and you wake up Saturday morning and you're like, oh my gosh, I have seven hours of cleaning And I, you know, like that's, you're overwhelmed. You're already defeated before the day is even started. Right. And so the goal is to do tiny habits throughout the day at different points in the day where you do little things, little five minutes here, five minutes there, five minutes there, so that it kind of stays clean because it takes so much longer. Okay. Whoever raise your hand in the audience or Rebecca, raise your hand. If you've ever like made lasagna or something that's like really like heavy cheese, heavy sauce, and you just let it sit overnight. Isn't it more insane to clean the next morning than if this is like, my husband and the air fryer? I'm like, how do you even get this thing so gross and then leave it on the stove? Like, right. I'm gonna make him so, watch like, this with me. <laughs> yes. Hi, Rebecca's husband. <laughs> yes. So, in rather, this is just one tip, for example. So, rather than letting that sit, if you will just go ahead and rinse it off. It takes seconds versus the three, four, five minutes later, it's going to take you tomorrow. And then inevitably you give up rage clean. You pour Dawn in it and you let it sit another day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like a lot of these things with our house just comes down to tiny habits. And I love to use the example of kindergarten. Okay. (laughs) Because really what I teach is so, so, so elementary. These are a lot of things you learn in kindergarten. So for example, your child's kindergarten teacher has how many kids in class? 24. 24. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> Bless like that woman. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if she wants to keep her sanity all the day long, she has to do tiny things throughout the day to keep that room going, right? 
And so even though we don't have 24 little kids at home, sometimes it feels that way with the dog and the kids, right? And so like, think about what would a kindergarten teacher do? Well, the first thing she's going to do is when everybody sits down, stuff stays at the different stations, right? Like a lot of kindergarten teachers would be like, this is the Lego station. That's the coloring station. That's the that station. And she has a system for everything stays at those stations, Okay. And when they're done with those activities, what's the very next thing the kindergarten teacher does? The cleanup song. Right? And everybody is supposed to, of course, this takes some training, but everybody cleans up the crayons, puts some little box back on the shelf, and everything goes back up where it goes before they pull out lunch, right? And so you think about that with your own, like put on those goggles in your own house. When you get out breakfast and when you make breakfast for everybody, do you just like leave it there and leave the house? Because hmm. then when you come back, you got to deal with breakfast, right? And so if you will just clean up breakfast right when you're done with it, even if it's just renting it off, it's going to save you time later. And the same thing for like, if you get up and you get dressed in the morning, if I get dressed and leave out my makeup and leave out my curling iron and the kids leave out their toothbrushes and, oh, I decided to change my clothes and I throw the clothes on the chair and then get on a different set of clothes. If I leave all these things and then take the kids to school. By the time I get back, it's 8.30 in the morning, my house is trashed. Hmm. Or inevitably, my preschooler will find the makeup and decorate herself and everything else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to be like a mommy. I'm wearing makeup too. Like, oh gosh. Um, yes, you are. Yeah. And it's usually like... <laughs> Yeah, we've had we've got some photos so of the to, blue and the. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, oh yeah. And so we have to create these little habits of like I'm doing my makeup and I I literally take my hands and I put the makeup right back where it goes. How many seconds did that take me? Mm-hmm. Two seconds, right? To just put it back. But if I don't and it stays out all day and then my kids get into it or knock it onto the floor or whatever, then I've created more mess. And so a lot of these things start with how we start our mornings. Your morning just has to have these little tiny habits, you know, where you just pick up after yourself as you go along. And if you feel like, I don't have time to do that, wake up five minutes earlier. Like, you know, like make sure you're thinking ahead. Hey, today I'm going to put my makeup up. So I'm going to wake up one minute earlier. (laughs) You know, know, let me make a checklist for myself. I do that for my kids all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, just check it off in the morning. Did you brush your teeth? (laughs) Did you put on clean underwear? Did you, you know, we do these things for our kids. And yet why do when we try to make changes, we forget we can use those same tools on ourselves. Yes. Well, and I love that point because a lot of what I teach is the parents have to model for the kids. (laughs) If you have an anxious kid, rather than telling them to calm down, you're better off taking deep breaths yourself. And finding your own center, because then you are a calming presence, which is way more powerful than saying, calm down. It's okay. Be calm, be okay. And then they're going to pick up on that. So, okay. So I'm assuming that it's similar with the families. And because like, that's my biggest hurdle. I have an ADD husband and a couple little tornadoes and a dog. (laughs) So it is like the clothing sheds, like he he walks in the door and it just all, it's all like a trail of my husband. Bless him. Um, but so how do I get this to take on in the family when like family? we all have to make different habits, right? Like, right. Everybody lives in the house. Everybody's contributing. The dog yes. can't clean up after himself. Yeah. Sorry about that. I can't help you Unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> hey. 
Hey guys, quick announcement break. Right now, we at Complete Performance Coaching are looking for five athletes who are ready to break through their mental blocks for good. If that sounds like you or your child, then sign up for a free consultation call with one of my amazing coaches as soon as possible to see if you're a good fit for our Perform Happy Elite training program. This program includes one-on-one coaching with the world's top mental performance coaches, plus tons of support for athletes and their parents in between sessions. You can sign up today at completeperformancecoaching.com slash consult. Talk to you soon. But, and I do, by the way, when we talk about family dynamics and some people's families, like, and they've got grandma living with them, they've got maybe foster children. And so like, I realize everybody's families are a little bit different. So I'm going to speak in generics for me and our family, the way I treat my husband and the way I treat my kids are differently. And so I'm going to talk about kids first, because that's something I can't control. I'm their mom. I can teach them, I can model them, and I can tell them the expectations and reward that behavior when it happens, right? And so something that we do is I want you to put on your goggles, where are the hot zones in your house? Where are the things that the kids do that make the biggest mess? And let's start with that. So if it is closed in the morning, they're constantly changing their clothes before we get out the door. Okay, the night before we pick out our outfits and we lay them at the table. This is something we do in our family. So like literally the night before it's about bedtime, we're just like, Hey, whatever clothes you want to wear in the morning, go put it at the table. Cause then when they get dressed, they just go get dressed and we sit breakfast in front of them. And a lot of times I'm fixing their hair at the table because (laughs) like, it's just, I have three girls, lots of hair. And so sometimes I'll just fix their hair while they're eating breakfast. And that's just a little routine we started. I'm not saying you have to do that, but just that one change of whatever you pick out the night before is what you're wearing the next day. And this can help too with sport moms. So you're not looking for lost soccer cleats or dirty gymnastics clothes <laughs> 10 minutes before you got to get out the door. Yeah. Like let's find it the night before. Just, just do it real fast. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to think about it the next morning. And then if the kids are like, well, I don't want to wear that. Just be like, baby, you know what? Then tonight you can pick out what you want to wear for tomorrow mm-hmm. and just move on, you know? And once they get into that habit, then you know, those fights will go way down. So, well, that's, that is such a great tip to just focus on like, okay, what are the hot spots? What are the tricky spots? Where is the, where does the chaos happen and focus in there? And cause I, I like what I'm hearing is um, like, I worry that I'm going to have to be perfect, right? Like, oh gosh, my house has to be perfect. Otherwise I'm failing and and I'm not listening to Brittany's advice and I'm not. So, but I have to remember like, perfect is not the point. It's all about progress. It's all about finding one spot and improving on it. And then I imagine once that habits in place, we can then go like, okay, now we're going to be accountable for this too. Yes. That I can stomach. (laughs) Totally. My husband and I, we call it, especially if we feel like we're behind on house projects, we call it the project snowball. We start with one small little thing Mm-hmm. And then you feel that success. And so then you add on one, the next kind of small little thing. And then you feel that success mm-hmm. before you know it, like you're starting to get your projects done and you feel like you're making progress, Yeah, you know? And so that same mentality can be used for making changes around your home. Start with one thing, you know, that will make a huge impact. So mm-hmm. in my course, I talk about starting with the dishes because for whatever reason, it's like, if your kitchen is clean, 
man, your house feels so good. And if your kitchen is clean, it's so much easier to make dinner. And it's so much easier to not let clutter build up on the kitchen counters. You know, everybody comes in and drops everything in the kitchen. Why is that? Why? (laughs) So I start with the kitchen as the first thing, because if you can just keep the dishes put in the dishwasher, rather than letting them land in the sink and just live there (laughs) and and grow things, um, then that will help you feel successful on the day hadn't even started. If you can just put up your breakfast dishes straight into the dishwasher, man, it feels good. I've already, the the kitchen's clean and it's only 9.07 a.m. And so that's a great way to do it. It's just like finding those little tiny habits throughout your day. Oh, I wanted to go back to the husband thing. You said your husband has... Is ADD? ADD, yes. Okay. Well, ADD is a little bit different than just, I realize that there are some other things. I know with ADD people, a lot of times it does help to have a checklist. Like he's with, a checklist kind more, of guy, like, like visually in his hand. And then he, and then he's great. It's like, we're throwing a party. I need you to do these 12 things. And he's like, okay. And he goes, okay, and does I can it. do it. Yes. Yeah. So, so if, if, if he's like, I really want to help contribute to, our general sense of well-being in the house. Like, what can I do? You could literally just give him a checklist of like, when you get home from work, mm-hmm. like, and you can put on there, decompress for 10 minutes in the car, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. I mean, tinker I, I in the know. garage until tinker in the garage. And yeah. then when you come in, please put your shoes here. <laughs> you know, we actually have a shoe drop zone out in our garage because it, long story short, I don't like shoes in the house. And so it just brings in a lot of germs and dirt and mess. And so we have our shoe drop zone outside in the garage. And so like, that's a simple thing that we were able to do to really help with like clutter in the house, just our shoes live outside and that's fine in a, in a clean spot in the garage. But like, if your husband doesn't have ADD or even if he does, I guess you, this could still work. But something that I do is I choose kind of what battles in my marriage I'm going to fight. <laughs> and that sounds bad. Like, I don't, you know, my husband don't like fight on purpose, but there are sometimes that things bother you and you're like, man, I wish my husband could whatever film like, I wish he actually would do the dishes. I wish he actually would whatever. And we can get into that really bad negative talk. I wish he would. I wish he would. I wish he would. And then all of a sudden you get into that comparison and you just put your husband up against every perfect role model of a husband you can think of that probably doesn't exist. (laughs) So it's a really bad place to be for your own self. Like you said, like your own anxiety is if you're expecting to be married to a perfect person because you probably aren't a perfect person. And so in marriage, I feel like we need to have grace for each other, but I also think that we need to have space where we can talk about things. So if you go through my program or you listen to this training and you're like, I'm going to do these things, do them for a week or two, be consistent, do it every day, make your little checklist for yourself and do it. And then at the end of the couple of weeks, where are his hot zones? Where are the things that are, that he's doing that are affecting your new change talk to him about it, you know? And so one thing I talk about in my course is like, when I declutter the house, I do not declutter my husband's things, not because I don't love him, (laughs) but because he is his own person. And just because I get a wild hair and I'm ready to get rid of all the things right now, doesn't mean he's ready. But often times I have found when I have shown him grace and time, surprisingly, like a week or two later, he's like, oh, I need to, I need to clean out my clothes. I'm like, yeah, awesome. I'm here for it. <laughs> you uh, know? Yes. That's that like goes back to the, you know, like modeling in context that I see with the sport parents. It's like, whatever you're doing, they're going to yeah. see it and go, huh? Yeah. That looks better than what I'm doing. <laughs> 
And without right, even right. realizing it, that modeling is so much more powerful than lecturing always. It's so, or fighting, <laughs> you know, yes. who is, have you as a married woman ever come out of a fight with your husband? Like, wow, he changed my point of view. No, you've come out mad and swinging and more dug in. And so I teach like, this is not a battle to pick. Like you do your thing. Like oftentimes as moms, this is not true for every family. I realize that one of my best friends, her husband runs the house, but, but in mo- a lot of families and women that I talk to, they're kind of the ones running the house and like doing the things, balancing the schedules, coordinating the meals, things like that. And so I just say like, do what you do. Okay. And then as your husband sees that things are changing, it's going to become a natural topic of conversation. He's going to be like, wow, you've had like dinner pre-planned for the last 10 days in a row. Like, that's awesome. What are you doing different? And you can be like, well, (laughs) I listened to this girl, Brittany. (laughs) Yes. And so it doesn't have to be confrontational with your husband. And if he wants help, you could just make a checklist or text him throughout the day. Like, Hey, when you go on your way home tonight, can you grab whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think honestly, just having a plan in place is so important because a lot of like, I don't know, I am not like the typical domestic mom. I love my kids. I adore my kids, but I'm like, let me just go to work you guys. And then that's like my happy place. I want to be working. I want to be, you know, helping people. I want to be doing my craft. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, this is just, just not the best use of my time. You know, I have that like kids are in bed, nine 30, I have like one hour to myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to be able to like kids are in bed, go yeah. downstairs and not have to like decide, right. do I deal with the disaster oh, yeah. or relax? So yes. is it possible that I can reclaim <laughs> that power through just simple changes in my behavior? Yes, because oh. this is, that was basically my story. So my background is counseling. I'm actually a marriage and family counselor. But when we started having kids, you know, I just, I wanted to be home with them if I could. And that just was right for us. And so unfortunately though, with children coming on quick, we had three under five, like we were just piling them on in our house. (laughs) And just like all of a sudden, like that change, those changes of starting to have kids, like really affected me. And my ability to just stay on top of things, my productivity, I was tired, all those sort of things. And so I was living in a totally out of control chaos home. And I'm not a naturally organized person. Like you ever take those little Enneagram tests or anything like that? And they're like, oh, you're the organized one. No, that's not me. Like I was going to ask, I literally have on my list, like, are you a tidy person? Is that how you get away with this? (laughs) I love, I love, love, love spending time doing what I want to do, whether that's working with moms, chilling on the couch, like you said, and all those things. Or for me, I love reading. I love studying. Like I love those things. And so for me, when I was, when we were having children, I was like all day, all I do is take care of kids, wash laundry, do dishes, repeat every day. And I was just like, why is this? Why is this? And so I couldn't really find anyone out there that was like helping moms recover their sanity. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Brittany, you got you got to pull it together. You got to figure out a plan because this is not working. And so I was like, okay, if I can just do this in the mornings, I think that this will run better throughout the days. And so I started with dishes. Mm-hmm. I can just keep the dishes put up. I think that it's going to make my kitchen cleaner. And so I started doing that. And a few weeks later, 
my kitchen was staying clean and I had two kids and was pregnant with number three. And I was like, okay, that's working. Mm-hmm. Okay. Laundry is another hot zone for me. Can I make this work? And so I started a, a laundry routine that worked for me. All of a sudden the laundry pile started shrinking and I quit having the laundry couch and I quit having clothes everywhere. You know, and it was like, I started doing these tiny habits and before I knew it, I had time to start a business. I had time to chill on the couch and binge watch whatever show I wanted. Like, so for me, it wasn't like, oh, I'm naturally organized. Look, this is Brittany's perfect life. Welcome to my world. No, <laughs> this is Brittany was a mess. Brittany wanted to do something with her life. So she created tiny systems so I could spend less time cleaning and cooking. That was my goal. How could I spend less time cleaning and cooking? <laughs> so uh. that's what this training that I have available for you will teach you how to spend less time and actually make progress. So amazing. Okay, everybody. I'm like, I'm like, can I log off now and get on your training and like start folding laundry? Like I feel so motivated and all of you sports moms who have zero free time, this is for you to gain back those few minutes and hopefully spend less time rage cleaning if you're anything like me. So the link to that that training is in the description. So go ahead and click on that, get signed up. Thank you, Brittany, for doing this training for us. And thank you for your great tips. I feel hope. (laughs) Yes. Can I say one thing to your moms? Absolutely. I just want to say like, I'm a sports mom kid. And so like my brother was in all the sports, all the seasons, all the years, played college sports and everything. And so I just want to say how much love I have for you guys. And just, I know the sacrifice you make. My mom was working full time and she had me to tag along. I was like permanent bat girl, you know, like dugout kid. And so like, I just want to say like, you're doing great. Don't beat yourself up about this. Like there are easy fixes you can make to take things off your plate so that you can gain that hour back every night. The one peaceful hour you have and actually go take a bubble bath or read a book in peace. And so I just wanted to offer that to you that like, I love you. Like I know how much you sacrifice. And so watch this training. It's my gift to you. Like, because I want you to have some sanity and peace back in your home. So. Oh, the gift of that hour. Like (laughs) priceless. I have like full goosebumps about like the hour. That's the hour. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Brittany. It was so nice yes, to see thank you. you. And we'll you guys connect through the links and um we'll be in touch soon. Thank you so thank much. You. Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Perform Happy Podcast. If you're ready to unlock your maximum sport potential, head over to performhappy.com and join us. You'll be training alongside world champion athletes and Olympic hopefuls. And I will personally take you through my research-based system for overcoming fear and mental blocks, building confidence, and finding your flow. I'm coach Rebecca Smith, and I'll see you next time.